Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself. To get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. So why did my partner marry me? Like, I'm really asking. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this, is, this is the question for this week. Why did my partner marry me? <sighs> Go, Vicky. I can see your brain going. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, this question, I, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. This question, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't want to say this question makes me sad because I'm the whole, like, no one can make you feel anything. And I know that. Um. What my story heart, are you telling yourself about yeah, the question? My right? heart aches for the person who put the question in because the story in my head is that um, things aren't going well. And well, if I would make it me, I'd be like, did he, why did he, he doesn't seem to like me anymore. So why did he marry me? That's what mm-hmm. I, that's the story in my head. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that I'm saddened by that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, you know, what comes up for me with this question is this is a question that probably comes up when it's been hard for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is normal. Thank you. Cause the disillusionment yes. thing, right. So you have the honeymoon yeah. phase of the relationship and everything's golden and I'm looking past all of our differences and I'm not paying attention to anything that I would normally call flaws. And I think that weird way you breathe through your nose when you laugh is super cute. (laughs) When I was, when I was in my twenties, I was at this uh, in a different job in a different life. And this guy was going through a divorce and I was sitting at a table with a bunch of people, 10 people, maybe. And one of them was going through a divorce and he was sitting right next to a woman who had just gotten married, maybe three months before. So newlywed. And he looks at her, he goes, what's the cutest, most adorable thing about your husband? And she says something about his laugh. He goes, yeah, that thing in 10 years, that's going to drive you (laughs) nuts. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, it's so fucking true. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Oh. Right. So yeah. that disillusionment yeah. could happen in a moment, but it could also happen over a over period time. of months or even years. Yeah. yeah. So I love, I read this question. I went, oh, I love this question. You did. It's a you good did. one. And I was like in tears. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I love this question. And I totally to relate heart. to this question. Yeah. Say more. Yeah. Well, it's like, I've been there. I've been that person who asked that question, right? Like I've, I've been in the point in my marriage where all of a sudden I'm like, wait, hold on a minute there's like some kind of feedback I'm missing here. Like, I don't understand that we hit a wall. I wasn't understanding him or he wasn't understanding me or whatever the thing was. And I just, I was lost and I didn't know anymore. Why did he marry me? What Mm. does he see in me? I mean, we've worked through it and now I know (laughs) why he (laughs) married me and what he sees in me. I can answer all those questions now, but there was a point where like, I was that person asking the question. Mm-hmm. And did it come after a long period of what we would call that uh, disillusionment, totally. knowledge without love? Yeah, right. So think, mm-hmm. think, think, think of honeymoon as like uh, love without knowledge. Yeah, the disillusionment space as knowledge without love, and then the mature love space as knowledge and love being held together. Yeah, I think we're in that last place now. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. I was when I, when this question would have been really relatable to me. I was totally in disillusionment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was it more your disillusionment towards him or him towards you? Or were you both sort of sitting in the depths of it simultaneously? I was wondering I, that too. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, if I really had to kind of like put it on a map of our relationship, mm-hmm. I'd say like, we had just had kids. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. deeply postpartum. Mm-hmm. He probably oh. had postpartum too. You know, mm-hmm. we were just like in this yeah. dark, how are we surviving? But we are kind of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of secretly either, either being really disgruntled with each other or receiving whatever's happening in them as rejection, judgment, disappointment, which I think is one of the hardest ones, actually. Yeah. So it's just like, if you're this disappointed in me, yes. why the hell did you marry me? Right. Whereas like where I am now, mm-hmm. <laughs> my car needs to go in and get something checked on and get something fixed. And my husband made an appointment for me to go take it in today. And I forgot, I didn't put it on my calendar. I forgot about it completely. And I took the girls out for something. Cause like, hey, it's summer, we can go do blah, 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 blah. And so we went out and then as we were parking the car, I was like, Oh, you know where I'm supposed to be right now? Oh my God. And I <laughs> called him up and I told him about this. And I was like, I'm so sorry, honey. Anyway, he made another appointment and I came home and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I said I was going to, and I can't believe I forgot. And he goes, you're going to have to deal with the anxiety about that because you're the one that's really worried about that thing in the car, but it's okay with me. (laughs) Brilliant. Like we're okay now. Yeah. That's what I was hearing. Like totally. He he was, he was okay. Like, okay. He's totally fine with it. Like, yeah, it's a bummer, you know, but like, yeah. Get it, honey. It's okay. It's it's your anxiety that would be the thing that you know. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's going to be paying for this. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't face me. You. I'm not judging. It's just yours. <laughs> yeah. You know, this 
Yeah, go. Yeah, you also said, Rebecca, this beautiful sentence that you were in a place of, I don't know how we're surviving, but we are. Yeah. Uh, that There's so much to that sentence. Mm-hmm. Like, how are we surviving? We are, but how are we? Mm-hmm. Right, and I think that really speaks to the disillusionment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think that um, I'd read an article years ago that the headline was um, for a couple like last forever kind of thing. They have to make it through this phase. Mm-hmm. And I thought I can't speak for anybody else reading the article and I've never found it since. I thought it was gonna be like buying a house, like a big tangible phase. And in very different words, it, the article was basically saying love without knowledge, mm-hmm. knowledge without mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Like some mm-hmm. couples don't make it through that phase, be it pre-marriage or post-marriage. Right. That's when the breakups happen. It is exactly when the breakups happen. And the thing is, is this phase will do one of two things for you. Mm. It is either going to break you or it is going to move you into a spiritual awakening. I love the spiritual awakening piece. Yeah. And you get to decide and you get to decide. And guess what? You get to decide if you're going to let it wake you up to your stuff, even if your marriage breaks up. Yes. That's the thing, right? Because there's this power for this Mm -hmm. huge, who am I in the world and how do I walk on this earth space in here? Mm -hmm. So can we talk about marriage as a spiritual journey? Oh, please. Right? Yeah. So why is it that I would choose a partner that would bring up all my old stuff in exactly this way when I had other boyfriends who didn't bring this up, but I let them go. I had first dates who were very kind and interesting. And I went, yeah, boring, move on. (laughs) Why is it that I have to marry a person who is really good at sticking the burning spear into my eyeball, right? I think it's actually about healing. So I, here's my, here's the story I make up about Mm. it is that I have a little one inside me who has a belief and it's a fantasy and it's a false belief, but it's a belief that drives this motor that if I can find someone who reminds me of my past pain enough to bring it all up, but then I get them to do something different that it'll heal every pain I've ever had. And all of that will magically go away. Now, will that Well, there's a little bit of truth to that. Kind of, and yes and no. There's, what I think is going on underneath it is a deep longing for healing Mm -hmm. and and a knowledge, like an internal wisdom that I swear the subconscious mind and intuitive mind holds that I need to be triggered enough to heal. That's true, Mm -hmm. but the healing will never come when I get my partner to show up in a different way. The healing will come when I do something different instead. Mm -hmm. So the healing doesn't come by me finally, I don't know, whatever, getting getting the Mm -hmm. affection or emotional um, insight that I wanted from a parent, but didn't have 
It's going to, it's going to come when I get up trying to get them to do it. Now it could be, I end up with a partner when I stop trying to get them to do it, that they turn around and show up for me and Yahtzee for me, if that's the case, but that's not where the healing happened. The healing happened in the moment where I gave up that urgent search for it Mm -hmm. and didn't die. Yeah. I didn't die. Because, because something shifted. That's the, juxta- that's yeah. the mismatch. Mm-hmm. So there's this mismatch that's going to happen in our brain when we let go of the way we have been trying to get it. And that's the spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. And it opens up everything into more insight about what your needs really are or what you really want. Because a lot of times we're like scrambling at surfacey sort of stuff mm-hmm. and really get still with ourselves and get more interested in what it is that we're really after and start speaking for it in a really different way. So I think this kind of moment is like the spiritual awakening moment. It's funny when you, on a superficial level, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what set it off today, but Gabe was being irritated God bless him. And I got annoyed and then he started giggling and I turned around and looked at him and I was like, why is this fun for you? And he goes, but it really is. And I looked at him and I, ch- I changed things. And I said, you know what? I am not your toy. And he left. He goes, but you kind of are. And I said, no, I am not. And I'm going to use my off button. I said, you don't get to find the on button anymore. I'm using the off button. <laughs> and I walked over and hugged him and then stormed out of the room using withdrawal. So that was helpful. <laughs> But it was kind of this aha moment for me of he doesn't have to control the on and off. Yeah. And and, he and you don't have to get him to I flip don't, it the right way. Right. I don't. And I've spent how many years with him going, you need to stop. Stop playing with me. Stop trying to make me annoyed because you love the reaction. You need. And that's what you're saying. I need to work on the turn. Don't. don't I mean, the whole concept of don't push my buttons. I need to do the work of not giving him the on button anymore. It wasn't quite as deeply spiritual as you're describing, but it was on but a it might be level. underneath it. It right. might be underneath it because if if it turns out he cannot make you annoyed if you don't want right. him to make you annoyed. Right. It will yeah, shift what changes yeah. for you. And then if that's you can not so superficial. Cor- correct. Well and I picture my sometimes I'm not always that great at it, mm-hmm. but oftentimes now my boundaries, my monster truck tires come up in front of me and I'm not as annoyed by him. You know what else I find is really interesting about this Mm -hmm. is that it's like our partners provide us the space to really, Jules, you have a little one right behind you at the window. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Hi, sweetie. (laughs) I'll be right out. I just saw an ear up on the door. So cute. Our partners provide us an opportunity, like a sandbox to play it out and figure it all out in and learn this stuff about mm-hmm. ourselves. But then mm-hmm. I find that like once I really embody it and learn it in my marriage, I can apply it elsewhere too. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the spiritual work. Like it, it yeah. And when I think about the spiritual piece of it, 
I really think about like my spirit or your spirit, like the part of me, the light, the part of me that's like been wanting for so long to be seen and noticed. And when we really are on that journey together, like that's what we're seeing in each other. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then you take it into other relationships. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that, you know, that's really what's underneath this question. Why did my partner marry me? It's because we have some some healing work to do together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe you'll keep doing it together and maybe it'll be your spiritual awakening that happens independent of your partner and you stay married. Or maybe it's your spiritual awakening where you do your work away from your partner, but whether it breaks you or wakes you is entirely your choice. Yes. Beautiful. All right. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode yeah good luck with your spiritual awakenings Mm -hmm. in whatever form they may come superficial or otherwise (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye y'all bye-bye love each other best you can that wraps up this week's episode join us again next week for another why does my partner we hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show to go deeper, join us at our boot camp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. wait until it starts recording okay now go bye-bye bye bye everybody bye everybody we want to tell you more about our sponsor therapy wisdom Jules is one of their amazing educators and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher Bessel van der Kolk Deidre Fay and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.